0: Hey everybody, trust you well. Uh, just wanted to share some brief things with you today to hopefully help you in your uh, in your journey and in your thinking. Uh, would appreciate your prayers for me. I have to admit, personally, I'm I'm not doing very well at the moment. In uh, all of this, I am uh, deeply troubled by uh, by certain things, particularly uh, the increasing call upon me to. Uh, deal with and help people who are suffering devastating impact upon their life not because they have COVID-19 but because of the way we have chosen to address and deal with COVID-19 and uh, I must admit that's making me struggle in many areas that maybe we'll talk about that a little deeper some other time but I would appreciate your prize. So I want to just uh, for a few minutes uh, today deal with the issue that uh, some would say if there is a god where is he in all of this now i believe that's both people um within the faith community and outside the faith community but i would say that depends what you mean by god and uh, what you've been taught to believe about who where and what is god uh personally 64 years into this uh, mostly amazing but uh sometimes really, really crappy thing called life uh I do sincerely believe in God, uh, maybe in a much broader sense than um than I used to but but I am still most uh, definitely and and committed a believer uh in God now, as i uh, have repeated to many who are claimed to be atheists um I'm in full agreement with you in that I don't believe in the God that you don't believe in. Uh, In respect to believing in a divine source or the the very essence of being itself, which is a much better place to start than the medieval image of the old man with the long white beard uh, and the deep voice ruling from a celestial throne image, Uh, nothing and no one have so far uh, convinced me that there is a better alternative. Uh, I do not deny science, but uh, the science versus God argument is valid but weak. Uh, If science tells you it has the answers, then it has ceased to be science and has become dogma, with an amount of truth parading as having the truth, which I uh, despise that in Christianity and in faith and in religion and uh, I'm not going to bend and give room to it uh, in this arena either. Um, I think a fundamental approach to science is just as damaging as a fundamental approach to religion. Both should be treated with the same level of suspicion and disapproval and please bear that in mind uh, at this time when you are assessing and living under Um, and listening to everything that goes on around the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, See, non-diverging dogma always destroys. A dogma is is that which cannot or refuses to go in a different direction, usually for fear that it will lose its hold. And I I have had a lifetime of witnessing this um, within Christian doctrine. And uh, it's not good and it's not healthy. And um, you know, across the Christian sphere, there are there are reportedly more than thirty thousand separate denominations now. And uh, of course, each one of them uh, puts their truth forward as the truth. There is a dogma attached to each of them. And uh, I have to say that 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 science and the scientific community is no different to that. Um, so any any anything that has a non diverging dogma will always destroy, and we must be careful see science, if it's true, science must always be rooted in and dominated by a question and uh I'm dealing with the science thing not because I'm creating an argument about science versus Christianity, but because at the moment we also have to deal with the issue that the science says um, you know the experts say well i've I've grown up in a world where where people have uh, always told me you know the bible says the theologian says this 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 denomination says this group says and um uh presented in a way that you have to not only accept this but you have to be intimidated by the science says or the experts say and i'm just not there anymore i'm not going to live in that space anymore um, it 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 asks you to leave your brain at the door, and um, I don't think that's good. I think you need to take your brain through the door, and uh, have a little think about uh, everything that is presented to you. And yes, we don't we don't dishonor, we don't disregard, um, but but we certainly should not go into things just with. Um, with a blind acceptance that, that a thing is correct, just because we told experts have said or science has said, because, like I say, I've grown up in a, a world where the Bible says, and I have watched people um, in this field, and I, I am, this is what makes me cautious now in what's going on. I have watched, I have watched uh, 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 people massage figures and statistics, and uh, I've watched people cherry pick verses from sacred text all to give you no space to think or believe anything outside of that which they want you to think and believe and i do not think that that's healthy and that's one of the reasons i'm talking the way that i'm talking today see if science is true science it must always be rooted in and dominated by a question i believe the same about spirituality it is not about certainties, but about discoveries. And the kind of spirituality I want to bring you to, which I believe is the true spirit of Christ, is is not about certainties. It's about discoveries. It's about as you engage with this, you go on a journey of discoveries, which stops all that all that dogma and um, and fundamentalism. See, that's why, for me personally, and at Q Church, our mission statement is that we would rather have questions that can't be answered than answers that can't be questioned. Now, you might say, well, that's not really a mission statement. Well, it is for me uh, because the mission is to create a culture that fully engages with this truth that we would rather have questions that can't be answered than answers that can't be questioned. Now, I know it's a less certain place to live, but remember what we said about spirituality and what ought to be the truth about all science and our journey of life it should not be about certainties it should be about discoveries so if i believe in god um, where is, is he in all of this i would say where he's always been with us in us and as us but not as a cosmic puppet master manipulating mankind through some self-elevating process of personal affirmation but more like the air we breathe invisible yet ever present in us and as us in the life that it brings what you then do with that life is of your doing not his so where does that leave us well there are a couple of verses in uh, the book of Romans written by the apostle Paul, which I think are very interesting because I think he wrestled with the same issues in the world uh, that he lived in, and and with the challenges of the culture that, that that were a challenge to him and the people of that time. So he wrote these words: Who, not what, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? He goes on in verse thirty nine of that same chapter to say. And and I've cut a little bit out just to make it uh, more applicable today, but you can read the context if you wish. Uh, No thing, right? So no thing can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. A thing can only ever be a thing. So a thing has no power to separate you from anything. Do you get that? A thing can only ever be a thing, so a thing has no power to separate you from anything, which is why I saying no thing can separate you from the love of God. So I come back to his first statement, who, not what, who shall separate you from the love of God. The Im- implication of that being to us that the only thing that can separate us from this place of security in a love that is the express love that we would call the Christ is a who, And the question then is, who is the who? Now, for some of you, it might be the WHO, the World Health Organization, that separates you from the love of Christ because it fills you with such fear that you can no longer function or feel that life will ever go on. But that's obviously not what Paul was talking about. I would say that the who that can separate us from the love of Christ is you. It's me. That's the who. There's nothing can do it. COVID-19 can't do it the economy can't do it the only thing that can separate you from this inner understanding of that which is with you in you and as you is you you're the only you that can separate you from that so if if this is true then that that, that this christ this 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 divine presence this being like the air that we breathe, invisible yet ever present in us and, and as us in the life it brings, is a reality, then I would say to you today that the, uh, the answer to the question where is God in all this is where he's always been, with us, in us, as us. So let love live in you and whatever you do in this situation, let it be of love's kind. Love you and bless you.